Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 51 years ago while his kids were running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's simply because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. Did you know that we write garage business? We do it really well too. We can help with dealer lots, any type of garage that you can think of. We have a free CE webinar coming up this month on garage business. Be sure to check it out at toscano.com forward slash CE. Today, we're talking about insurance reviews. So many agents dread them. They don't have to be dreaded. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, Dana, it's been a little bit. Happy New Year, Nicole, yeah. and everybody out there. I know it's been a while. How you doing? Oh, good. You know, things are nuts getting into the new groove of 2022. And uh, it's been an adjustment period. I don't know about you, but when I have some time off like that, and then I have to do like the re-entry into normal schedules for Sophia's schoolwork and goals for work and just the, everything back to normal, you know, the trees down, all that. I was kind of like, ugh. Really? <laughs> kind of struggled. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You do have a lot on your plate too, and you have school and all that stuff. So that is a lot. I know you're organized and I know you'll get through it, but it doesn't mean it's not stressful. So <laughs> the re-entry after, you know, all the happy holiday stuff is mm-hmm. I think a lot of us struggle. I spoke with a lot of agents this week and especially Monday, everyone's just like, Hey, how was your holiday? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Yeah, great. And they're like, Yeah, now it's back to work Monday. And I'm like, yeah, I know <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs> I know. I talked to an agent too this week and we were both kind of out of sorts. What day of the week is it? Because yeah. of the holidays, the last couple of weeks. And then I said to him, I said, you know, I can't even get used to writing 2022 yet. So I, that's my struggle for this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird. Um, every time we get into these new years and we just kind of readjust and keep trudging forward. So it's Christmas, all good. Christmas cookie comas are over. Time oh. to, you know. <laughs> Just like the tree at one point, I'm like, it's got to come down. I looked yeah. at some cookies. I said, they got to go away. Yep. <laughs> I can't. Definitely. Like they look so good still, but no, I, I can't. <laughs> but I've been, I've been talking with a lot of agents about goal setting and, you know, strategy and things like that. And as New Year's approach, a lot of people like to change the way they're doing something, whether it's the way they're eating, the way they're exercising, the way they're organizing their work their goals, their purpose, their focus, all of those things. So I thought it was really appropriate to talk about insurance reviews at the beginning of the year. So many people hate doing insurance reviews. Like they feel like it's sales oriented and they're pushing things on people. And on the consumer side, I know before I got into the industry, I was like, why is my agent calling me? I have what I need. They just want to sell me something. I'm not going to return my call or return the call. So I think that insurance reviews have a really bad reputation and so many people cringe because I hear this all the time. I'm not a salesperson, Nicole. Well, no, you're not a salesperson, but you are responsible for educating your clients. And everyone kind of pauses and they're like, oh yeah, that's true. So you can do an insurance review effectively without seeming like you're trying to sell something to somebody. Same when you're explaining coverage, whether it's new coverage or, you know, if somebody's asking for endorsement or things like that. So there's several different ways to go about this, but Dana, I want to hear from you when you're on the retail side, what were insurance reviews like? How did you approach that? 
Um, yeah. And again, I work with different agents in the time, depending on the year, but a lot of times we did, it was important to us to do insurance reviews. So um, you would plan ahead of time, obviously a couple months out to see who's, who's renewing a couple months down the road to get them scheduled in as the renewals coming up. That was some of the prep planning and all of it. And I think you're right. It does have a bad you know, rap, if you will, it does feel like sometimes on our end, we're like, well, this person, this client has everything possible. Why are we bringing them in? You know, like, yeah. you know, we can't sell anything more and vice versa. The consumer just thinks we're calling to sell them something. But I will tell you the, the first agent that I worked for um, in my, and I was still learning a lot and I was really getting, starting to get a grasp on some coverages and he, what he wanted me to do and how to learn things. He actually, they were a big proponent of these reviews and they kind of put it on my plate to get these appointments and they wanted them to sit with me. And as scary as intimidating as it was, it was quite the great lesson for me. I had to learn how to explain coverages. And what I learned from it was at that point in my career, I wasn't thinking of necessarily as sales. Obviously, if something came out of it, that's great. But I was he the goal of that one was, you know, he really wanted me to learn the coverages and see what I could do and help get these people adequately covered for currently. The thing to keep in mind of where I work too was we had some clients there and some of these agents too. We've had them, we had them for decades, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So we don't want to become complacent just because we've known them for so long. It's still our job to bring them in and talk about what they have now versus the last time, you know, we might have sat down with them. So what I learned from those was when I started to talk to some of these people about their current coverages and about then I talked to them about their current life situations. A lot of times we might have just made some changes to their current policy that were very important. Good examples, liability limit increases. Um, A lot of times it could turn into umbrellas. That was just a nice perk to it. Obviously we had other policy coverages and we had, you know, renter's insurance. If, you know, they found out a kid's renting somewhere or something Mm -hmm. like that, life insurance, we had bank products. So we could talk about financing, but again, sometimes they left, but we, we did simple changes as we increased their liability limits. We gave them more protection. Maybe they didn't buy any new policies, but guess what? That's fine. It's not what was needed at the time, but we felt way more comfortable. I felt great knowing that, listen, we just had this very thorough review. You're where you need to be at the moment. And I look forward to doing this again with you in the future. It's not always about selling something, but sometimes it still comes out of it, whether you don't think it's there or not. Some of these clients we have forever had so many products with us. And you're like, there's no way that they were going to get anything more, but let's still meet with them. And ironically, it pivots to a small life insurance policy on their new grandbaby. It just happens to come up and guess what? You did get something out of it. But most importantly, you have that relationship building and we ended up getting the adequate coverage for the current term time. I will tell you, though, I think the biggest struggle in the years I was there was getting the people to come in. And that was very hard. And I really think nowadays, maybe people have access to doing it via remote, like a Zoom thing like this. Or I know with, you know, still with COVID and the pandemic, it might be awkward to go to their houses. Our agents sometimes went to the houses and met with people. But I really think if people have access to the Zoom thing and can do it conveniently from each other's home, but still see each other, I think seeing each other is really important. 
Um, I think that's one perk now that some agents have that I never had when I was there. Right. You know, we all say, and I hate to bring it back to COVID, but this is something that honestly, it's just the reality anymore for us. And we're all still adjusting. But one great thing that COVID has brought is, you know, the ability for us to all become much more comfortable with virtual type meetings and doing something like this on Zoom is a great way. And now guys, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. The excuses are just not there. Well, they don't want to come into the office or they're too busy or they're th- there's so many different ways. There's so many alternatives compared to how it used to be. So I think that we can definitely thank COVID for making some of these processes easier and, you know, making that new norm out there for everybody. Like before, I know if you would ask me five years ago, someone wants to meet you virtually to do an insurance review with you, I'd be like, um, yeah, I don't feel like that might be safe or I don't really have an, a webcam that works so easily. Now it's just like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. You know, it's our norm. So, you know, I definitely think that's a change, but I hear from agents all the time, why why should I even do these insurance reviews? Is it really that important? They sign an application, we're we're safe, you know, we have all those documents. If something happens in ENO court, we have the application. Why do we have to do an insurance review? Well, if you've ever been involved in an E&O claim of any sort, they're going to ask you, what did you do? Did you send out an annual letter to people? Um, did you meet with them and have insurance reviews? Because it doesn't just end at the signing of an application. So that's a very naive thing that I think a lot of agents still think. So not only is it important to make sure that your insured has proper coverage and they understand it and you've received all their changes, whether they've got a kid that started driving or they've done some work to their house or, you know, whatever it is that may change. They now work from home instead of driving to work or they're driving to another state for work on a regular basis. You know, all of those things we gather in just a conversation because no news is not necessarily good news. There's a lot going on in people's lives. And the last person they're thinking about calling is their insurance agent because it's likely going to cost them more money. Right. Okay. So insurance reviews are not only important to make sure the insured is covered properly. It also protects the producer and the agency from those ENO claims. You know, you are reaching out, you are double, triple checking to make sure they understand their coverages, understand what's going on and changing in their life. Because think about it, even in your family, your circle of friends, how many people have had some major changes in their life within the past year? Probably all of them. Like this is the way it is. There's constant changes, whether we're doing work to our house or we've moved an in-law in to take care of, or we've got a kid that went to college or we've got a kid that started driving, whatever it may be. We bought a rental property that we're now fixing up or whatever it may be. We may have a new dog in the family and we need more dog liability coverage because it's a mixed breed and this, that, and the other thing. So all of those things are changing. So not only is it good for the protection for the insured, it protects, you know, all those changes, it brings that awareness, but this is the time to relationship build. If you are doing this, you're building relationships with your clients. Do you think that clients get this type of service from all of the 1-800, I won't even say the names, but you all know the carriers that are constantly um, doing their promotions and commercials with their cute little characters. Do you think they're getting that kind of service and getting an annual insurance review from them? Probably not, unless it's like a survey online. This is not the time to do a survey online. You know, they're choosing to have an insurance professional for a reason, and this is our duty to make sure we're serving properly. Yeah, and if you don't mind, real quick, Nicole, I'm going to say something. I mean, 
a lot of times too, when you start to write a new policy, you gain a new client and that's where your relationship building starts. And how many times for the retail agents out there, when you route this policy, there was a, an underlying reason. They, they And a lot of times what I found out was they really never knew what they had. Mm-hmm. Um, they Something happened maybe that they didn't have the coverage for or whatever it may be. And if you did that thorough review at the initial trying to selling process, if you want to call it that, and then they finally say, this is great. I love the time you took with me. You know, and they they write that policy for you. I started to set the expectation of, well, this is what our agency does. So every we are going to follow up with you for periodic insurance reviews because we do know this is important. And so I, I wanted to share with you, maybe set that expectation as you're writing the policy so they know they're not going to be alarmed when you call them for the review. And they actually understand that you're there to help protect them and not necessarily always sell them something. Right. So that was kind of my two cents on it too. I started to do that later in my career when I kind of got a better, you know, when you get in the groove, if you will. Definitely. And the thing is with, you want to make sure when you are doing these reviews, yes, you know, we need to make sure that we have all of our ducks in a row and we want to be able to review everything and meet with folks and get their commitment for an appointment. But there's a lot of work that goes into preparing for an effective review. You do not just sit down with the client the day of when they're in front of you and open their file. You need to prepare. You need to take a look. You need to make sure you know the probing questions you're going to ask. You know, is there something that's happened this past year and some of their activity that you want to follow up on? If you're using a good customer relationship management system, you know, you want to pick up on those cues and things that you know about them or things that have changed. Did did they become a grandparent? Like you said, you know, you know, all these little things, if you're keeping good notes um, in your agency management system or CRM software, Um, but preparing and maybe even having an umbrella quote ready or the quoting for increased liability limits or anything that you think you may want to be working on instead of dragging it out and turning it into another meeting after the meeting, you can be prepared with some of those things to share. And it's so easy to do with the Raiders and things that everyone has access to now. It's so easy to do, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes prep time for your insurance review. And some of you are probably shifting in your seat going, do you know how much work I have to get done during the day? Do you think I have 20, 30 minutes to prepare for this insurance review? Well, it will make a difference because you're not going to have to be focusing on trying to find leads to increase or meet your sales goal when you can do it with your current clients. I'm not saying you're not going to be trying to get new clients. I'm not saying that at all, but you can really, if you plan and prepare for these reviews properly, you won't have to be worried about your sales goals and getting new fresh blood off the street. And that fresh blood off the street takes a lot more time. It really does compared to your internal customer. So preparing for that review is so really, really important and pinpointing gaps in coverage. You have to do it. That's what this is about. You know? Yeah. That was a lot of my prep work. And um, I just want to make sure, like we talked about different limits and different scenarios. And that's the time I put in before they got there. And that's the other thing, Nicole, I mean, face it, if you're coming in, your time's valuable too. If you're my client, you're coming in, your time's valuable. So it's really not fair for them to sit there and wait for you to quote an umbrella with them in front of you. That's extra time that you, 
you could already been showing them and we could talk about things. Now, the greatest conversations I had in reviews might have actually evolved into, well, what if I did this? And you might still have to go in and tweak a couple quotes, but that's okay because you're in a deep conversation. You've already presented your ideas and your thoughts and the different options that they have, but now you're going to tweak it and customize it even more. And those were the greatest reviews that I had. I, I really enjoyed them. I didn't mind. I saved those quotes as they were. So I just go in and edit them and say, this is what you're looking at. And this is what this means. And in the end, whether we made minor changes or sometimes maybe we didn't make any changes and nothing came out of it. Like you said, with your business, you might get a referral out of it. They said, you know what? My daughter just moved back to town. Um, I'd love for her to come see you. She needs to get her insurance transferred into the state anyway, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, just because you took the time, they showed you care, you showed them you care enough that you're going to get better business too from these. Great. I really did see a lot of great come out of these reviews, even if nothing ever happened. Maybe you met with someone for 30 minutes, nothing changed. But now, like you said, Nicole, too, you can document your file this is what we met with. This is what we reviewed. This is no changes at this time for this reason, blah, blah, blah. Next time though, they might seem interested in going, looking further into that um, umbrella or whatever it was. So then you have that for the next review. Right. So, and it does save you too. At least you could say you met with them. So I, I just know, I see a lot of wins from it. I don't, I don't see much downside to be honest with you. Definitely. And you know, People can tell when you're prepared or not prepared as well. So making sure that you've got it outlined and, and you have an idea of what you're going to go through. And some of the most simple things to probe, if you're trying to get someone to commit to having an insurance review with you, you can just ask, you can talk to them like a regular conversation. How has the past year been for you? Has anything happened in your family? And people will be like, yeah, I got divorced or yeah, we're expecting a child or, you know, my mom moved in because she's sick or, you know, you will be surprised. This should be a regular conversation with people. If you feel like you need to convince someone to have this review, you know, that's not necessarily the case. You want to make sure that um, you you're reaching out to them. So, of course, the other major thing that can help when you're trying to convince somebody that they you know, need to have this insurance review is there's probably some discounts that are available for you. We've got some new things that came out for discounts. I'm going to double check. You know, Maybe people are members of AAA. There's usually great discounts for AAA membership or uh, you know, combining policies and things of that nature. So that's another thing you can pull out of your pocket if you're trying to convince somebody to you know, get an insurance review on the on the calendar, get them to commit to it. So really, really important. And, you know, Dana, you mentioned this earlier, and this is an important part of the review process as well. You can tell when something's going well, especially if you're meeting with this person, you can see their face, whether it's virtually or in person. If it's going well, and you've got that great feeling, you've connected, you know, we need to be asking for referrals during this process. You know, so many people chicken out, like they just start to sweat, you know, they can smell their armpit sweat. Like everyone gets so worried when they have to ask for something like this. This should be natural guys. You don't have to like start to sweat and be that gross person across the desk. There's nothing wrong with asking for a referral. And I used to, to do this in a way that said, you know, we save our insureds money by not advertising. So we really appreciate any referrals. If you think what we did here today could help someone else, you know, 
could you possibly share my information? I'd really appreciate it. When you take that approach versus here's my card. Can you give this out to five people for me, please? Like, seriously, that's all about you, you know, like, (laughs) so how did you do with asking for referrals, Dana? Did you get all sweaty and worried? Uh, Yeah, of course. At first, you know, (laughs) and you feel all nervous. And then once I realize in the different there's different agencies and different relationships so i mean we all end up having great relationships with some of these people but um it was a lot easier for me especially in the beginning once i realized we've had these people a long time and then i start to build a relationship just through transactions too and then once i finally have the review and they might mention a family member that moved back to the area or something you know i would say something like well i hope you found this helpful today we'd love to extend these types of services to anyone else, like, you know, of your friends or family, um, we appreciate the business, but I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what I said. It's been a long time, but it was something along those lines. It wasn't like, here's my card, give it to people anymore. Now I will tell you, fast forward some years and a little bit of a transition. I did work for an agent, like they were trying for us to get more referrals and things. And those, those ways that we did it there, I don't necessarily want to share. It was fine. But I just felt like it was kind of forced and nothing ever came out of them. Mm. You know, people like, can I, tell. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell you what we did. It was okay. like, so towards the end of the whole process of a new, it was actually with new clients. So you kind of built them and you were, you quoted them, wrote them or not, whatever. And we would say, okay, well, we'd like for you to have our, our agency information in your phone. Do you have your phone on you, your cell phone? <laughs> yes, I do. Go ahead and get that out. I'm going to go ahead and send this to you on your phone. I want to make sure you get it and you can save it in. This is our agency contact. You can contact us at any time. So then they, as they have their phone out, Hey, while you have your phone out and this didn't work, I don't know if there's a few people in there that you don't mind writing down. We have a referral program. We'd love to reach out. And if we can give them a quote, we'll get you. We did do some gift cards. Okay. But, and it, I mean, I'm not saying it didn't work. It was fine. We got a couple quotes and a couple things, but we didn't necessarily write a lot of business from it, honestly. It was clever, you know, because we gave them their contact. We did write their business, but we didn't. And, and actually, some of the people didn't realize some of their family already had our company. So that's the only reason sometimes it didn't pan out. But um, I'd prefer the insurance review referral prospect. I think that was much more successful in my opinion. So it can work both ways. You could still gain business that way. Please don't think I'm bashing it. It's just comparing the two. I was, I thought it was more worth the time to go the review route and ask for yeah. referrals. It just feels a little slimy, right? It's like, oh, you know, sweating on that one. Yeah, like like, honestly, to have the phone, I was like sliding a piece of paper under. I was like, (laughs) okay, here we go. And people wrote names down. I mean, I was shocked they did it. I mean, I was, I was actually shocked that people did it, but um, I still just wasn't as comfortable as the review part of it, you know? So, yeah, no, I understand. Well, Dana, thanks for sharing today. I think we gave some really good tips for people and hopefully you guys will approach your insurance reviews a little bit different and not cringe when you're asked to start to schedule this. So (laughs) (laughs) Dana, have a great weekend. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. And I'm on the roll.